0: Hello, my friends, thank you for joining me this week. We are back discussing the Book of Secrets. Remember, the Book of Secrets is your own self. In our previous discussions, we unlocked the first secret, the wisdom of the body. Today, let's uncover the second secret, which is you are not in the world. The world is in you. Let's explore this idea. Most of us think, you know, we were born at a certain date, at a certain time, in a certain country, in a certain family. We were given a name. We were told that we had a certain religion and that we had arrived, whether it was New Delhi or New York or Moscow or whatever. So throughout our life, we think of ourselves as physical bodies in a theater of space, time, and causality born on a certain day and dead on another certain day in between a bunch of experiences. So life is a short flash of experience in the infinite vastness of space and time. Obviously, this has given rise to a lot of existential anxiety because At a certain time in your life, you start to get old, and then there's infirmity, and then there is death. And most people start having anxiety then because they're confronting their mortality. But what if the whole idea that uh, you're a physical body and there is a material world And you are somehow trapped in this theater of space, time, and causality. What if that whole idea was actually built on a totally false premise? What then? What if you realized that you were infinite, immortal, timeless, unbounded, free, were able to create your own reality? What then? I think this is what we want to explore and continue to explore as we move into the deeper understanding to unlock the secrets of our existence, the secrets of our own soul, of our own self. So first of all, we have to get rid of certain notions that almost everybody has. And here are some of the assumptions that we need to question. Number one, there is a material world. Number two, the material world is full of things, events, and people. Number three, I am one of those people, and my status is no higher than that of anyone else. And number four, to find out who I am, I must explore the material world. What if all these assumptions were untrue? To begin with, to dismantle these false assumptions, because I do believe they are false, my life would be meaningless if I subscribe to these ideas, that there is a material world, that I'm a skin-encapsulated ego-dragging bag of flesh and bones that I call the body, that I'm squeezed into the volume of the body in the span of a lifetime. If I believed all these things, uh, I would be very depressed. But fortunately, they're not true. So first, just look at the idea of a material world. Look at any object around you. I have in front of me an iPhone, a bottle of water, and of course my own body. I'm sitting in a studio in front of a microphone. So it's obvious that I have a physical body and I'm looking at material objects. But now let's question this. Let's say you were a baby and you had just arrived on this planet, as we all did once, and you had not learned language and you had The same experience that you're having right now, but you have not learned language and you're not exposed to human objects. So when you look at that phone or the bottle of water or your own body, visually, that's just a visual experience, period. It's not an iPhone. It's not a hand. It's not a bottle of water. Visually, it's a shape, a color, and a form the word iPhone, the word hand, the word bottle of water, the word microphone, studio, other people, you haven't yet been exposed to these human constructs. What are you experiencing visually? You're experiencing colors, shapes, and forms, period. And colors, shapes, and forms are actually activities that we call perception, Color, shape, and form. There's, you know, if you ask ask a physicalist or a scientist, where in the physical world does the color red exist? Or the color blue exist in the physical world? Do you think about this? You'll see that there's no physical existence for the color blue. It's an experience. And it's here, there, nowhere, and everywhere. It depends on what you're looking at and how you're interpreting what you're looking at. The word phone, the word hand, the word bottle, the word microphone, the word physical body are human constructs built around your current experience visually, which is colors, shapes, and forms. Those are perceptual activities, and as perceptual activities, they're activities in consciousness. Where else could they be? You know, where do you perceive In consciousness. Where do you uh, think? In consciousness. Where do you interpret that experience? In consciousness. So now let's see, visually speaking, that phone, that microphone, the bottle of water, even your physical body, visually speaking, their shapes, colors, and forms before you objectify them as objects. And as shapes, colors, and forms, their perceptual activities, in your consciousness. Your consciousness is modifying itself into that activity, and your consciousness is interpreting that as an object. But in reality, a perceptual activity is just you interacting with you and symbolically calling yourself that phone, that object, that hand. This is just visual experience. Every time you open your eyes, you actually construct visual perception. Every time you open your eyes. I can show you diagrams where you can look at something and interpret it as a rainbow or interpret it as a woman or interpret it as anything based on the context. But you construct visual experience. In the same way you construct tactile, olfactory, auditory, and sensory experience. In other words, everything that we call a material object is a perceptual activity. And perceptual activity is in consciousness, and you are the witnessing awareness that is modifying yourself as that perceptual activity. Whether it's taste, smell, texture, any sensation. In fact, they're all sensations. That's why we call it sensory experience. They're all sensations. Everything you experience is some kind of sensation, visual sensation, auditory sensation, on and on. So the point here is there's no material world. The material world is an interpretation of perceptual activity and you are orchestrating this. And we can go on to see the ramifications of this once we get a little deeper, how you construct your entire reality, including the experience of your physical body. So let's replace this idea. There's a material world with the idea there is perception. There's perceptual activity, there is consciousness. The second idea, the material world is full of things, events and people. The material world is actually a continuum of space-time events, perceptual activities that we call matter. I am one of those people. No, I am consciousness and that which I call a person is a process in consciousness from birth to death a zygote, an embryo, a baby, a toddler, an adult, an old person, all shifting perceptual activities. And therefore, to find out who I am, I must not explore the material world. I must explore myself. And that is The Book of Secrets. Today, look at your body and say to yourself, the experience of the body is happening in me, in my awareness. And it's a changing experience. Then look at the world and say, the experience of the world is happening in me. And it too is a changing experience. Look at your own thoughts and recognize that all those thoughts are happening in you. They appear in your awareness. They are experienced in your awareness. And they subside in your awareness. So say to yourself, the mind is in me, the body is in me, the world is in me. Practice it and see what happens.